Hello and welcome to another episode of the Naughty Nerds podcast. This week is going to be a little bit different to the normal schedule, as some would say. Naughty Nerds! going to be a bit of a 2022 recap. And recently I put a post out on social media, on my LinkedIn, on my Facebook and my Instagram. And I had a bit of a reflection. Um, a thing come up on my Facebook timeline about five years ago, a picture that I took um, with the keys in front of my first office um, that fitted two people in it. It was my, it was just me and my friend Hannah used to come in um, once a week and do some cold calling. We used to have a giggle and a laugh. And it's just crazy to think how since then Nautilus is now a proper business. And you know, if you've been following this podcast for a while or you know me well, you will know I never intended to start a business. I went to drama school. Um, I was working as an actor and um, I didn't like the industry. And if you go back to the very beginning of the Naughty Nerds podcast, like 80 episodes later, you'll be able to listen to that whole sort of story of how I set up Nautilus. And it's been it's been a crazy one. I'm not going to lie. So we're coming up to, you know, the end of the year now. Um, everyone's drinking lots, eating lots, getting into the festive spirit. And we go into, you know, next year is a brand new year, 2023. And it is very exciting. You know, Nautilus has grown so much now. We're at 17 or 16 nerds. We've been through a lot. We've got clients. We've won big projects. We've lost a few clients on the way, which is to be expected. We've had rude clients. I've been told to go to hell. It's a journey. And I think... Sarah on my team, who's amazing, by the way, and I know she'll be listening to this. She does all the Naughty Nerd podcast social media. And she sent me a video of, um, it was of this American girl. She was doing her makeup and she come up with like, you know, tips that she'd learn or sort of reflections that she'd learn as like a multi-figure business owner, which I hate that term because, you know, that's not, that's not it. It sparked this interest to sort of record this episode and you know there's there's some things over the past few years and more so this year I guess where I realized um and I just wanted to put it down in a little episode like a bit like a little journal I guess so I can re-listen back to this in a few years to see how far we've come and you know looking back from when we first when I first started Nautilus to where we are now we're just on a completely different level, both financially, but also I think me as a person and me as a business owner, I don't see myself as a CEO. You know, we have laughs and giggles with our team. It's fully flexible working. You know, we, we get on like a little family and I love that vibe. You know, Jake, my partner, we were in Gran Canaria and he was having a bit of a hard time with his job. So I said, hey, come work with me. <laughs> and uh, he said, yes. And then from then on, it's just got even bigger and you know yes in a sense of a financial way but also in a sense of like other things that we're doing we're launching a property company we're buying a villa overseas we're doing so many different stuff because the business has done so well and continues to do so well and some days and I know a lot of business owners can reflect with this is you know some days you think actually I don't want to do this anymore it's not fun I am not enjoying myself and this is the worst. Why did I do this? And, you know, it's a bit like an iceberg. Some people see the success, but underneath they don't see everything else. You know, the anxiety, me waddling to my 
therapy sessions every couple of months. Naughty nerds. It's a massive thing. And I've been watching The Crown recently and it is so interesting. And I don't see myself as the queen or anything like that, but a lot of stuff that, you know, the queen went through um, and the royal family went through and how they deal with things in such a professional way is, you know, something that I strive towards to be. And I know that might sound a bit cliche or a bit cringe. It's true because I was watching another documentary about the Shangri-La Hotel in, in London in the Shard that opened a few years ago. And their service and their service delivery, I was like, this is fantastic. And, you know, now the business has grown, I've been able to, you know, hire people that are a lot smarter than me. It makes my life easier. It makes Jake's life easier because we're able to concentrate on the things that matter the most in the business. So, you know, like operations, making sure that all the team are okay, learning new things, implementing things within the team to make our processes so much quicker. We took out a step of an onboarding, which made our onboarding process from when someone signs a proposal to actually getting an onboarding call booked in, in half. And it is so amazing now because it means that me and Jake have more time. Our business development team is growing. Our social media team is growing. Our web team is growing. Our design team is growing. And sometimes because we're a fully remote company and yes, we do meet up for, you know, team lunches. Well, dinners and evening drinks and other cool stuff i think it's a bit of a weird it's not a weird scenario because obviously everyone is a lot of people are remote now should i say but it's a bit emotional when you see all these people and then you're like oh my god i've got all these mouths to feed you know you've got to earn the bread and dish it out and that kind of stuff and there is a lot of pressure on owning a business and i think some people get caught up a lot in it and over the last year i would say i've really managed to take that step back um, not from the business in terms of like mindset and understanding that you know we are humans we make mistakes from time to time and you know is it that is that okay yeah you know as long as it's not something terrible we are humans and I strive for the best in our team I strive in the best myself but you know our employees are, yes, there to work, but they're also there to have a life. Do you know what I mean? We encourage flexible work and get your birthday off and all that kind of stuff. And I just think if you have a good environment where you're happy and you're working, it allows you to A, grow the business, but also B, make your team better. And I've learned that over the last maybe year, two years, as we've started to hire more people and grow out the team, I can dish out responsibilities and you know, not everything is on mine and Jake's shoulders. We've got account managers, we've got everyone has a certain position and role and we're bringing in processes that are making our lives much easier. And that is what I love to do. And it's going to be really interesting going into the next year of when we hire more people and where my job role is going to change a little bit, not massively, but it means I'm more involved in the overall operations of the business and how to make things perfect, how to get that five-star service And we're very lucky. Um, Actually, no, we're not very lucky. We work bloody hard. Um, We've got 126 Google reviews at a five star. We're going going to go into 2023 in such a great steed. Naughty nerds. And there's something else that is really interesting. You know, over the last year, we've made some learnings. I wouldn't call them failures because that's not the right thing to do and not the right thing to say. We've made some learnings from how we do things and how we you know, deliver certain aspects of projects. 
for example, with logos, we used to attach them to an email. Now we have a full portal. You know, when we deliver graphics, like people can put in comments and, you know, favorite things. And the same with our photography and videography. We've got a nice little process going. And these things come with time. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, but also, you know, we are human. As I said earlier, we do make mistakes from time to time. As long as we take ownership from those mistakes, which I think is super important, it allows us to build better relationships and better understanding with clients. This is probably going to be a very touchy subject. I I work a lot and, you know, I've recorded episodes in the past about like this hustle culture, which I think is terrible. You know, sometimes I do make sacrifices. I probably don't see my friends as much as as I should do. I make time for my relationship because it's a bit different because Jake is in the business. I get to talk to him all the time and annoy him, which I'm sure he'll laugh at. But, you know, I make time for family. I think family is super important. So I guess so are friends, but I've been the last year I've been really really working hard with the team and with Jake to make things better, win more stuff, offer a better service. And you know what? When people that are in your close circle don't understand that, and you know, I'm not like leaving anyone on the gutter or anything, but when someone isn't supportive of that, friends come and go and um some friends aren't supposed to be there and things happen deceitful things and jealousy and all that kind of stuff and you want to surround yourself with those people that are going to pump you up my probably one of my best friends charlie who was on the podcast when i first started this is amazing and i can go weeks or months without not talking to him and he pops me a message on whatsapp he says you're right handsome he's the straightest bloke ever but also the campus bloke ever and uh you know we have a chat and we're planning on going on a little trip with me jake and and him and his girlfriend. And it's friends like that where, you know, you can pick up the phone after not speaking for two or three months and you have that great relationship that you had before. And I think that is so important to have that supportiveness around you because we're all on a journey together. And something that I used to do really badly was comparing myself to to others, you know, other business owners that I can see on on LinkedIn and, you know, what they're doing with their life and how they're on track with their business. But I think you have to take a step back and realize that you are on your own journey and you shouldn't compare yourself to others because it's not a healthy thing to do. Something that has cropped up over the last year, once or twice, is just the, um, what what's the word? I can't think of the word, the acknowledgement that, you know, sometimes we aren't the best fit for some clients. I recorded an episode a while ago about how that guy said, you know, nerd is a very derogatory term. And we politely told him where to go. And it was very interesting because he was a branding agency that wanted to outsource his branding to us. Hopefully his clients don't know that. Um, and, you know, I think we are not the perfect fit for every business. And when I first started Nautilus four or five years, well, five years ago now, I would take on any client that I could work with to grow the business to get more money. We don't, I think I'd probably say we don't take about 10% of the clients that come to us, a very small number. But sometimes, you know, I don't understand how someone can be so vulgar. We are a service-based company. We deal with people. You know, I'm a very respectful person and I will do anything to help anyone and I know my team will. But when boundaries get crossed and when people start to be rude or derogatory or condescending, we just tell them where to go now. And that's not a reflection on us or our work. It's a case of People don't communicate things with us in some instances and people just don't have very good moods or, you know, just aren't genuinely nice people. Naughty nerds. And 
you know, I think it is a case of we are not a fit for everyone. We're very different to other agencies. We're not very corporate. We have corporate clients. We work with one of the biggest um, luxury hotels in the world with one of their chains in London. And, you know, we have big clients that we work with, cyber and tech and very, very big companies in Europe. And they understand us because they're not like other corporate companies out there. And I think this age thing that I've mentioned on probably a couple of episodes now is, you know, people putting an age in a box and placing you in a box because of your age. The people that we hire at Nautilus are a lot older than me and not older than Jake because Jake's ancient. (laughs) And I believe in that because, you know, people are more, more knowledgeable about what they do. They, they know more about me. And it was a great saying that I, I saw years and years ago. I was on an episode or a YouTube clip or a documentary. It's about hiring people that are smarter than you because that's the best way to grow a business. I think it was in a book, actually, a Napoleon Hill book. And it's something that keeps coming back to me and understanding to me because you can't grow a business unless you have a good team behind there. And, you know, there always is that process of when you onboard a new team member, there's the first couple of weeks where it's like, oh my God, this is so stressful because you're bringing them up to speed and all that kind of stuff. Some interesting thoughts there for the past year. Rome wasn't built in a day and I know that, but, you know, some SEO clients, prospects, should I say, say, oh, you know, this one company said I can get to number one in two weeks. I was like, all right, okay, go with them then because that's not going to happen or they're not going to do it uh, effectively. And we've been doing some really cool research over the past year with building out publication websites for link building. There's so many dodgy websites out there when it comes to backlinking. And we have built an amazing database from the help of our business development team with real relationships with webmasters that own fantastic magazine websites. One of them we've just placed one of our client on is like a million traffic every month from the US and the UK. And it is absolutely fantastic to to do things like that and learn things and add things to our strategy and what we're offering to our clients. So, you know, if you are doing your own SEO, even you want to come to us with some digital PR link building, it's a fantastic way to grow your SEO, your rankings, your stats, everything. It's one of the best things that we've done. We partnered with White Press and we still do work with them on some publications, but we're now, you know, starting to build out our own our own database of our own network, of a network we already have, which is interesting because it's a very small world out there. And SEOs talk to each other, oh, you know, you use this thing. Oh, okay, this website's really good. Here's the details of so-and-so. It's fantastic. I love learning new things. I love getting nerdy and doing all those cool stuff. So there you go, a nice wrap-up of 2022, a little journal from me. Might be the title of the episode, actually, 2022 journal. Um, it seems weird that we go to 2023. I always get them mixed up with the numbers. But I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've taken something positive from it. I hope you have. If you enjoyed it, please go to your favorite podcasting platform and leave a review. I would really appreciate it. Make sure you're following so you never miss an episode. Have a good Christmas. Happy holidays, as they say in the US. Stay awesome, stay safe, but most importantly, dear listener, stay nerdy. Naughty Nerds.